two men of color vanished after last being seen in the same deputy's patrol car. I knew something was wrong. The mother knows. It's the strangest case, the most unsettling case. Listen to The Last Ride podcast, part of the NPR Network. A network that helps startups start up. I'm Tom Shine, and welcome to The Range. Support for The Range comes from McCowan Gordon Construction, Fidelity Bank, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Coming up, students in a Wichita classroom learn the process of creating art. With the way we're doing this, all the kids are going to be able to see their contribution to it. But first, Wichita's history of entrepreneurs is long and storied. Names like Beach, Cessna, Coleman, Lear, Carney, and Devlin come to mind. Mary Beth Jarvis is the president and CEO of Nextus, an organization that supports entrepreneurs. The nonprofit works as a middleman to connect startups with mentors, customers, and capital. Jarvis told me that's critical in order to launch the next generation of entrepreneurs. We need the next waves of Mavericks ready to jump out from the security of their 401k and the, you know, and the job in a corporation and live the dream of an entrepreneur. And they won't do that if they don't sense that there is a supportive network out there to help them along on what is going to be a risk-filled and tough journey. So I think building that network will ensure that the would-be Mavericks of tomorrow actually make the leap and, and dive in with both feet to make their lives and our economy better as entrepreneurs. What's the current state of the startup world in Wichita right now? In a word, we've got momentum. Coming out of the pandemic, uh, which made people think differently about how they wanted to conduct their professional lives, the energy around starting a business has really built. And I think in this region, that's particularly true. Is there one common trait that companies that succeed have or something they do that separates them from companies that fail to gain traction? Boy, that is the question, isn't it? Um, So I think the quality of the founder, and that is both kind of their smarts, but also their stick-to-itiveness. But honestly, it first starts with, are they solving a real problem in the marketplace that people are willing to pay to have solved? And the closer a founder stays to the feedback from their prospective customer, whether that's a consumer or it's a business, the more likely they are going to be to succeed. Listen, listen, listen. One of your specific goals is to help diverse entrepreneurs and companies flourish. Do diverse companies face more challenges? I look at the 50 companies that we took through our in-depth customer collision programs last year. 85 plus percent of them uh, were founded and led by underrepresented entrepreneurs. In Kansas, unfortunately, that still means a lot of things. Women, rural, urban underserved, minorities, veterans. So we want to make sure that we are finding from every corner of our community the promising entrepreneurs. I know you've got probably a lot of stories. Can you just tell me one story, a favorite story about a company that that you've seen, that you've worked with, mentored? Early in the pandemic, um, two sisters who'd grown up here in Wichita um, decided that what the the job market of then, 2020, needed was a better way to onboard um, blue-collar and service industry employees from the mass shutting everything down that took place in the very early weeks and months of COVID. So they started a company called Quick Hire. Well, that company today is called WorkTorch, 
And they have become a career and professional management service, sort of the indeed, if you will, of hospitality and service industry, restaurants, hotels. Um, Their own hard work has brought them every step of the way. But we've been alongside them, finding them capital, finding them customers, helping to connect them to mentors and resources. And so, you know, whatever tiny percentage of their journey we've been, I'm super proud of them and just delighted to have been a part of that journey. You can read more of my interview with Nexta CEO Mary Beth Jarvis at KMUW.org. Arts Partners is meant to inspire creativity in students. The program brings artists to classrooms to show kids the importance of art and the process for how it's made. For this month's Artworks, Torn Anderson travels to Washington Elementary, where students in Jay Jacoby's art class are working to create a mural. Wante is a local mural artist. Um, he's a product of the Wichita Public Schools, just like myself. Wante Wolf is an artist that got his start early in life, as he explains to the class. Pretty good story. I did a book report in first grade, and I drew the characters out of the book report. And I was like, yo, this is spot on. This is my calling. Wolf then tells the art class what they will be working on together. You guys are going to help me out with our mural process. And the first part of the mural process is brainstorming. It's going to be focused on the saying, dream, believe, achieve. Wolf and Jacoby encourage the students to think of images that represent the slogan. They start with the color blue as a visual manifestation of dreaming, then move on to the word believe. Some images that spark belief. Believe in what does it mean to believe in yourself? Yes, sir. Um, like, have confidence. Okay. The students come up with an image of muscles to represent strength and books for building knowledge. The word achieve, what does that spark for you? Yes, sir. Um, like, a goal. Like, what does the future look like for you? Yes. Uh, being happy and successful. Wolf then instructs the students to start sketching out their visual ideas. I mean, essentially, think you're sketching for a mural. You're going to be presenting this to somebody asking for for their permission to paint it on their property. The students return at a later date to start painting after Wolf has laid down a loose sketch using the students' ideas. As you guys can probably see, we have blocked in a lot of our our colors, and we're using the blues again. It's like a manifestation of our dreams and ambitions. So that's the main thing that I want to get filled in today, all right? Wolf then turns to give some one-on-one instruction about shading. I mean, I know adults that get a little intimidated by it, but hopefully we'll learn something today that in the future you won't feel as intimidated by, okay? Our light source is going to be coming from the book she's reading. So everything on the back side of it is going to be a darker color, all right? Wolf will have the final brush stroke on the piece before hanging. I'm going to kind of do the mid to end part and all the way to the finish. And then they'll get to see the final product. With the way we're doing this, um, all the kids are going to be able to see their contribution to it. For The Range, I'm Torin Anderson. You can find past episodes of Artworks at KMUW.org. And one last thing. The U.S. Surgeon General released a report this week on the country's latest health danger, loneliness. He said loneliness poses as much risk as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. How did we get here? Technology has played a role. 
So did COVID, which forced all of us to isolate. A lot of people lost touch with friends, family, and work colleagues and never renewed those connections. And it's not just older folks sitting at home alone. The report says people ages 15 to 24 are spending less time with friends. The good news? Unlike cancer or heart disease, you and I can cure this. We can make someone feel less lonely. All it takes is our time. Hello, Hello. Thanks for joining us on The Range. Our producers for this week's show are Carly Cooper, Beth Goulet, and Jonathan Huber. Our digital producer is Hugo Fan, and Torn Anderson composed our theme music. The executive producer of The Range is Fletcher Powell. I'm Tom Shine, and this is KMUW, NPR for Wichita. Someday I'll go and call Rudy.